guarding your gates unto holiness. Guarding your gates for holiness. <clears throat> Shall we pray? Father, we thank you this morning. Thank you for all that you've done for us throughout this year. And especially this month of love. The secrets and mysteries you've taught us. The understanding you have made us have. That you are the God of love. And that as we worship you and serve you as our Lord. We must be as well. I pray that your spirit will fill every heart here. Your presence will saturate every soul here. That we will come to the place of understanding that we have gates and that we must secure them so that we can uphold holiness. I pray for utterance that I will speak your word clearly to your children. I pray that, oh God, any negative influence in this place will push far away from this place. Let the Holy Ghost be in charge. Let the heavens be open to us and let the mysteries of God be downloaded into our spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Guarding your gates unto holiness. You see, today I want to speak my heart out to you as my brothers and sisters. A gate is an opening in a wall or fence. This is the Merriam Webster's Dictionary's definition. An opening in a wall offense and uh, I found another one that actually expands this definition it's a point of entry to or from a space enclosed by walls a point of entry to or from a space enclosed by walls when Pastor Bright was here he defined to you what holiness meant and said holiness have two two parts it has two parts separation from and righteousness and purity so holiness on one hand you separate yourself from things that will make you impure and unrighteous and decide to live like that and we said it's an attribute of God that he commands his children to have as well. So, when we are talking about guarding your gate unto holiness, what we are saying is that there are points of entry or exit that we have that we must guard so that we will be holy. Hallelujah. There are three three gates I would like us to discuss today. The eyes, the ears, and our desires. The eyes, the ears, and our desires. Shall we all say it together? The eyes, the ears, and our desires. Now let's take the eye. Job chapter 31 verse 1. Job 31 1. Job chapter 31 verse 1. This is a patriarch 
Job, a holy man of God. And this is what he said. Job 31.1 I made a covenant with my eyes not to look lustfully at a young woman. I want to read from the New Living Translation as well. Job 31. I made a covenant with my eyes not to look with lust at a young woman. The question is, a holy man of God, the Bible tells us that there was no one as holy as Job in the land of Uz at the eastern side at the time he was alive. In fact, Job is a contemporary of the father of Abraham. His time, he's older than Abraham. His time, the number of people on earth were few. There were not many like here. And the Bible attested to the fact that he was holy and righteous. And this is one of the secrets to his state of holiness. He said for him, and until he said it, nobody knew. He said he made a covenant. He understood the fact that the eyes are gates. I'm using this, but I will expand it for all of us to know where and how we can guard these two balls called eyes so that we can uphold, we can separate from and move on to righteousness and purity. Job said, he made a covenant. And do you know what a covenant means? He didn't say, I decided. If he said he decided, on one occasion he can, he can obey it and on another occasion he will not obey it's a free decision. He said he made the covenant, meaning that he sat down and said, covenants have two, two parts. The do's, the, the reward of sticking to it, and the punishment of breaking it. <laughs> so, if Job says he made a covenant, he, it was not a simple matter. He made an agreement punishable by something so I don't know how he did it whether he spoke to God that God if I look this one do this to me or come and cut one of my ears I don't know what he did but he took it so seriously that he said he will never look at a young man a young lady and last after her that, that was Job's covenant it means that Job understood the devastating effect of the eye. What the eye can do. The, la the last time, the last time you were, you were covetous. How did it begin? You saw somebody's dress, you just got home, and you wanted to have it by all means. You couldn't have it, so you decided to to go a step further to steal it. In the SS, people steal people's dresses. You go, you open your trunk, you go and it comes, somebody has stolen your something. 
people steal singlets. When they see your singlet is white and theirs is brown, they will come and steal it. Covetousness. Covetousness is not only even manifested in going ahead to steal, but staying in the house and say, ah, I wish this is mine. And the, the, the passion is so inordinate. I, I, I wish this guy was, was mine. So the eye, if not guarded, can lead us into trouble. For the righteous Job, he decided by covenant not to look at any lady. What does, which troubles are you easily kicked into by your eyes? Some people, they just don't have to see a new car. They will sell theirs to buy that one. They, they cannot stand. They cannot resist. For Job, he said he made a covenant about maidens because he knew that if he will remain righteous, the only point of affection for his sexual desire must be towards the wife. And that he said, my affection cannot be on any other girl other than my wife. And for me to make sure that happens, I will make a covenant with my eyes. What do you see? What do you look at? Maybe you, you were just surfing the net and some naked girl came and he said, hey, is this how this thing is? Okay, then let me go to the proper site and see the other ones. So maybe you have, you have been in and out of pornography and my brothers and sisters, if you are in and out of pornography, nobody can help you. Tell the ones that about you. Nobody can help you but yourself. <laughs> the power is whose? It's yours. Tell the one by you. The power is yours. Okay? You can stand as a child of God and say, I will stop this. And whatever energy and strength in you to stop, will be provided by God. If you say that, oh, that thing is, is nice, Kakrao. Let me go ahead and do it for three more weeks. After that, I'll come and deal with, uh, talk about it with God. If that's what you decide, you will watch it for three weeks. It's your eye leading you to, into pornography. It's, it's not a, do you know that your will is stronger than the power of a demon? If you're a Christian. When you decide for the right, the energies, the grace that is made available to you, no demon can stop it. So don't let us lift demons up so much that, hey, my destiny, I think is demonic. The Holy Ghost is inside you. You have gone to watch pornography one, two, three, and it, it has jumped you. Eh? It has gone your square. If the thing is nice, you want to continue. And you are saying it's a a demon. It's not a demon. Decide to stop today. Tell the ones that by you. Decide to stop today. Agree with Job and make a covenant with God when we begin to pray. That God, today, enough is enough. Yours is not pornography. Yours is you, 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 your eyes hate some kind of guys. Even when they have not come to propose, you are doing your best for them to propose. 
Is that how your eyes is? Or your eyes are? Today, let's learn from the patriarch Job and make a covenant with our eyes. That anything that makes us have uh, tendencies that are sinful, we will guard at the gate of our eyes against them. Things enter and things come out of our eyes because they are gates. What do you watch? Say, Pastor Prince, these are our days. It's not our fault. So the TVs, the TV, and even the 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 TikTok, the IG. When you flip one, then it will be coming. Ah, uh, you'll be watching. Ah, uh, it's not our fault. It's the fault of the media, the social media. It is because of the preponderance of the things that are being made available for our eyes to see. That is why there is the Bible, which is our rule of thumb that dictates to us how we must live and conduct ourselves. So if we say we are Christians, then we must uphold the Bible. Is it the TV? That is a border. Is it Instagram? That is a border. Maybe today you will delete the app and fortify yourself and reinstall it maybe after 21 days. Make, you see, a covenant is not a joke. But that means I want to stop, I want to stop. Then you still, whilst I'm even preaching, you want to go to IG and flip and see a dog fighting with a hippopotamus. Make a covenant with your eyes today. I don't know which and whatever is drawing your eyes to sin or unrighteousness. But you know it better. For, for Job, it was a young maiden. He knew that if he doesn't take care, his credentials will be tainted. And when they are writing the Bible, they will say that Job was a righteous man but a certain young girl. And his credentials would have been different from we are reading today. If we are writing about you, how will it be done? How, how will we describe how your eyes have been treating you? Guard your eyes. Guard your eyes. We'll talk about the second gate. Your ears. Mark chapter 4 verse 24. Mark 4 24. Mark 4.24 Consider carefully what you hear. He continued. With the measure you use, it will be measured to you and even more. I'm interested in the A. Consider carefully what you, you hear. The Bible says that in the last days, people will gather for themselves Preachers that will speak what their itchy ears is desirous or are desirous to hear. Jesus warned us that we must consider carefully. It means that it's not everything you must hear or decide to hear. 
Yo, you have a friend. He, the friend is a wild gossip. And she's, he or she is your best friend. Because you have chosen to hear gossips. And they can say things about people you respect. That are not true, but they are crafty. <laughs> and you will start hating people you loved. Consider carefully what you hear. The primary thing we must hear or listen to is the word of God. Any other thing must either confirm, affirm, expound the word of God. Otherwise, it will send us to trouble. What did you hear yesterday? Was it the word? Did it expand the word? Did it reveal the word? Or it was somebody's words? Along the line, I used to listen to a program. Anytime I finished listening to the program, I realized that I get angry easily because the program is annoying. I didn't know. So like I'll be shouting on the children, I'll be doing, I said, ah. Then I sat down and thought about it. I said, oh, is this program? And I stopped. And when my children come, they say, hey, nah, daddy, now nah, you are not shouting. I've stopped listening to a program. There are, nine, there are several, several programs. We have erotic, a lot of erotic programs on air. You listen to it and you want somebody to sleep with you. Or you want somebody to sleep with Consider carefully what you hear. You choose to hear. That is how come we tell ourselves, those of us who are married, said, keep speaking to your spouse. Keep speaking. Keep speaking into the years. Consider carefully. You see that the responsibility is placed on the hearer. Because as for the speakers, they will be speaking. You, you hear from the radio. Right now, there are people who we are getting so lazy or occupied that even text, we, we can't read text. We want the text to be read by the artificial, artificial intelligence to us. So even when you want to read any news, you put it at audio. Hearing. Consider carefully what you hear. What it means is that there are things you cannot pre prevent yourself from hearing. Well, okay? But then when the words are coming, you can decide how to use it. So you can be in the midst of noise and you can choose which voice you would want to hear. So hearing is an important gate through which God uses to influence man and the devil also uses it to influence man and human beings also use it so there are people who have gone to study humans and how their emotions are when we were in the university there were guys with us in Katanga Hall we, we the guys were even afraid of them they would tell us these you see the three girls going give us four weeks we will get them they come and tell us and 
you'll be in the Katanga Hall, then they are bringing the girls to their room. There are people who are skillful with words. My, my young ladies here, if a young lady is sitting by you, tell the person, don't be too known. No, no, tell the person, I'm coming to say something. No, me, oh, no, no guy can do anything to me. Oh, this guy, so me, I can take care of myself. Hey, be careful. Don't give the chance. That there are people who say, oh, what can he say? Oh, let him come, let him come and talk. Be careful what you hear. Before you open your eyes, you are, you are in somebody's uh, boy's quarters. And you'll be asking yourself, how did I get here? You'll be asking yourself, I have worked with the youth for the past 27 years. And people will come and will be crying, Brother Prince, I don't know before I realized I was there. Eh, you don't know. Be careful what you hear and how you hear it. Don't give opportunities for some things to enter your ears because you may not be able to manage. There, there, are, there are bad guys that guys are even afraid of. And you, a lady. And there are very, very subtle ladies. Before you realize you are somewhere. Be careful how you hear. What you hear. Who you listen to. It's a gate. Ah, yes. A gate. You, you think about it. People who have influenced your life. If you open up and listen more to God, you become godly. If you listen more to the radio, you may become a radio. Sorry. Sorry. It's somebody's profession. Sorry. <laughs> Who do you listen to? How do you listen? What do you listen to? Tell the ones to tell by you, guard your ears. Be careful. Consider carefully what you hear. How you hear. Who you listen to. You know that a boy is pursuing you. That boy is not a believer. He's not a Christian. The Bible has told you. It is not a point of negotiation that he said that, oh yes, I like you. I, I, even if I have to become a Christian to get you, I'm willing to become a Christian. Even I'm even a, I'm even a Muslim. I'm even an atheist. But, but you, the way you are, I have not seen a lady like you before. I want to be. Eh. And that, Pastor Prince, he said, you, you don't know what he told me. Hey, Pastor Prince, you, hey. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful what you hear. Be careful what you hear. The gates of the ears have led many astray. And in the month of love, many people ride on the gates of the ear with the lies of love to destroy the lives of others. So be careful. Be careful. Out the last one. Galatians, I'm um, doing the, the desire, the gate of desire. 
the gate of desire. Galatians chapter 5, verse 6 to 18. Galatians 5, 6 to 18. Oh, 16 to 18, sorry. 16 to 18. 16 to 18. So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you, are, you, you do not do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Hallelujah. One gate to us as Christians is what we call the sensual desires. Sensual desires. It makes use of the flesh. Of the flesh. So you will see that even the gates of the eye and the ear, they target your sensuality. To get you to behave in a way that God would not like you to behave. So how do we guard this gate? The Bible is clear. I always say that it is always best to listen to the word of God and decide to do it. Okay? Sometimes we try to bring some concept and make the thing even complex. He said that if you want to guard the gate of your desires, you must walk in the spirit. And how do you walk in the spirit? He said, be led by the spirit. So two, if you want to decide to walk, you either decide to stand. But once you decide to walk, make sure that where you are putting your foot or your feet is being led by the spirit. And when he leads you, you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Youth. We are very caught up in the in, in desires. And these desires are embedded in the flesh. And the Holy Spirit also has his own desires. But for us to live according to what God wants us to do, so that we will remain holy, we must allow ourselves to be led by the Spirit. We have desires to do a lot of things. Those of us who are 13 years, 14 years going, when, when your teenage hormones are actually peaking, you see that you walk around and you see a lady and something goes on inside you and you want to translate it and, and you are struggling. Why, why is this translation? I'm, I'm a child of God. Why, why am I feeling like this? Yes, it's, 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 it, that is how it is. It's a desire. But the child of God has a way to control it. And the Bible says that be in tandem with the Spirit of God. He will help you to guard your desires very well. The desire for the boys, 
for the desire for the girls, desire for sexual intimacy, desire for those are desires that can be guarded so that we will actualize them when it's time and when the Bible permits it or them to be actualized. So if you are here, you are 13 years, you have a desire to have sex. The Bible says that walk in the spirit. Talk to the Holy Spirit about it. He will lead you out of that desire. Then you can desire about winning souls for God, desire about coming to sing in glorious voices, desire to be in the um, theater ministry. Are you in the, in the same group with someone that you have some desires for? You see, there's a young lady in the glorious voices. When you slept yesterday and you wake up today, your idea about her has changed. And when you come and you have been singing, your mind is not here. Sometimes it can happen. Sometimes you can see a lady in the church and you have desire. But the Bible is saying that it's a gate. It's a door that is opening. But that door can be closed and open at the appropriate time when you, are, you walk by the Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not coming into you. He's already in you. Talk to him about your desires. Is there somebody in the glory voices you are desiring about? Is there somebody in the theater ministry you are desiring about? Is there somebody at the uh, media team you are desiring about? Or technical team? Prayer. You pray that, then when you open your eyes, say, hey, is this also part of the prayer? Someone told me a story, and I'm concluding, that there was a, a chief who will always sit, who will be, no, you know, normally when you go to the villages, the, the proper house is the palace. So, in the afternoon, after he has done his duties, he will come and will be taking fresh air in his windows. And a very nice lady was passing. I said, Oh, Mira, also, oh, I'm impressed with her. To it, my young lady, are you also part of the members of my jurisdiction? The chief was awed by the beauty of the lady. He said he hasn't seen her in the, in the environment before. So he thought that he had come from. So, Nana, I had a meeting. So, okay, okay, okay. So, as the one sitting by you, when was the last time you saw somebody you desired? Ah, who are married. It's possible to see another girl, another woman somewhere you can desire. But you have to guard the gate. Not to move into lustful desires. Because it can ruin the marriage. So after you have married, you can also, they said that marriage is not an antidote to passion. So what I'm saying is not only for the unmarried ones, also for the married ones. Because there are some ladies who says they only want married men because they are responsible. They don't want boys, boys who just come and they just want to sleep with you and go. They want people who have money. 
So married men, you are also under attack. So guard your eyes. Guard your ears. Do you have a subordinate you are working with? Oh, sir. Oh, sir. That is why I said that wives speak into the ears of your husbands. So that when any other voice is coming, even though married men do not have the right to give an excuse to their wives that you, are, you don't talk to me, so I was, I was listening to them. It is better to be careful than to be sorry. All right. So married women, God, my wife on two occasions have come to me to tell me two people who said they, were, they loved her and my heart was enraged. Hey, can you drink of the cup I drink of? These people are, are not serious. You look at my wife's face. My wife was telling one of them that is married, so I know. So no, nobody is safe, whether married or married. Also for you, my reverend, reverend went to US, was going for a walk. A, a tall, dark, a, a, a black American just dropped by the side and said, "Oh, lady, what a fall! I, I like you. Can, can we, can we, can we go out? You know, Americans are like that. They will just say, so oh, no, I'm a married woman. I'm a reverend minister. Also, that doesn't matter.'" So what am I saying? I'm saying that we are living in a time that our gates must be. Please, those of us who are going out here, I'm begging you. There are sometimes you want you want your boyfriend to come, you yourself want your boyfriend to come and do something to you. It's a gate that has opened. Uh, look at if somebody is an older lady by you, look at their faces and say, Pastor Prince is talking to you. And you too, you too, you too, Christian man. Oh, my, me, me, dear, me, me it's, not, it's not me. Me, me dear, it's not me. Oh. Me, I would, have, I would have stayed with the Bible, but it's my wife. It's, it's my girlfriend. You know, what can we do? I have to show love. Eh. Listen to the Bible. All of you, put your hand on your head. When God says that fornication is a sin, it's a sin. <laughs> you can just fornicate and come and even come and minister here. Pastor Prince will not know. But it will go against you. When he's saying that sensuality is a sin, it's a sin. If you watch the pornography and nobody knows, you are in your room alone and you watch it, it's a sin. It, it will destroy you. Talk to God. That God will help you to guard the gate of your eyes, the gate of your ears, and the gate of your desires. Lift up your voice and talk to God. 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 Oh, Father, help us. Help us. Help us.
Hallelujah. Father, help us to guard our gates, our eyes, our ears, our desires. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh,